You know, I've never been too fussy about what I eat, and I'm no gourmet by any means. I prepare my meals and I decide what I eat in a very specific way. In my kitchen, I've got a speak and say. You know that old preschool toy where you pull a string, then an arrow with a picture of a farmer spins around inside this wheel, and it points to a picture of an animal and it says something, like the cow goes moo, or the sheep goes ba, or the hooker goes cash only. Oh. So my simple rule of thumb, if it ain't on the wheel, I ain't eating it. Sure, this diet's got drawbacks. When it lands on cat, now I have to drive 40 miles to find a good Chinese restaurant. And when it lands on horse, I can never find those huge buns to put them on. But after the stuff my parents tried to feed me growing up, I wanted to play it safe. Because I came from the South, and down South, those fuckers will eat anything. Collard greens, buttermilk, okra, grits, crawdads, poke salad. You ever hear poke salad? It's a coleslaw made from a weed that if you don't make it right, it will cap you faster than shouting out, fuck the South by the Civil War reenactment. But that was the standard stuff, because it got worse when the folks ran out of the tasty parts of the critters. That's when you got cow brains, pig's feet, tripe, chitlins, Rocky Mountain oysters. To my folks, a McNugget was whacking some poor beasties nuts off, deep frying them, then dipping them in something, like molasses or buttermilk. They could have run a combination veterinarian's office and taco stand, come to think of it. Come get fluffy fixed and have a chalupa. But remember, these are also the same people that made their own booze, called moonshine. Since after a shot or two of that stuff, you could see the moon in broad daylight. And trust me, you combine boozery and rednecks, you don't get Wolfgang Puck. Just an octave cousin. Bring it on. And stuff like Scrapple. Only the South can say, you know, we've taken all the good stuff from the pig to make bacon and chops and sausage, but there's still plenty of good hog meat left. Let's boil the eyes, nose, ears, bladder, and heart, and we'll mix it with cornmeal. I'll give you a minute to throw up. But you're the lucky ones. I had to eat this shit. And that still wasn't the worst. For that, my folks broke out the fine china and we had liver. Look, I don't like liver. I don't even like the gourmet versions of liver, like pate. And you know gourmets. They're the ones that always say, oh, you have to acquire a taste for that. Look, did you ever have to acquire a taste for a Big Mac or a pizza? No, because they taste good, damn it. You only have to acquire a taste for something that tastes weird or horrible, like caviar or Brussels sprouts or zima or pate. And that's why I think most gourmets are gay. I guess it's easy to acquire a taste for something after you spend a few minutes with a dick in your mouth. So my folks made me eat liver, and after a while I figured, you know, if I knew more about liver, maybe I'd acquire a taste for it. Because I was only in my early teens, and since we didn't go to church, there was no chance of having a set of balls on my chin until I went to the big city. So I went to the library. The library is this ancient place that kept a lot of books until Al Gore invented the internet, and then you could download porn at 10 megabytes a second versus flipping through a National Geographic really fast until you hit Nirvana. And so far, the only downside about not going to the library anymore is it's hard to get a librarian to squeeze your balls at home. So I went there and I looked up liver, and apparently it's an organ that, among other things, including having a natural tap dancing ability and being able to regenerate itself like Doctor Who, it's full of enzymes and it breaks down booze so it doesn't kill you. And after reading all of this, I did discover something important. I was bored shitless. So I picked up a National Geographic. But the bottom line is, I don't like liver. I will never eat liver again as long as I live. I don't care if I'm marooned on the space shuttle and we've run out of food except for liver and tang. I will eat the other astronauts first. Except their livers. I don't care if for some reason I'm trapped in my own house like I am legend and there's nothing left in the pantry except a bottle of hot sauce, some cat treats, and liver. I will take a page from my redneck brethren and have off my own nuts and deep fry those. So take that as a warning. If I ever invite you to dinner and you come in and you spy a bloody set of hedge clippers and I'm standing at stove frying away and singing a falsetto voice, guess what? I've hit the bottom of the pantry and maybe I'll try liver now, along with some crawdads and some poke salad. Blech. And this is Point T. Weasel at point.furryhouse.com just saying, you know, I can see why Hot Pockets are so popular now. But if they ever make a Scrapple Hot Pocket, I'm going to hang myself.